a long time, many of us thought that perhaps this end times would never come. And alas, now we are here, and apparently it has come. And thus, here we are, and alas, forsooth, you shouldn't fear, for the Lord has a plan. Part of the plan is that warriors rise and speak faith into the ether, into the internet, and into the world, into other people's ears especially, to influence, to change minds towards the Lord. Amen. As Moses said, Oh, that all world prophets and that all prophesied. I would that all prophesy. Oh, wouldn't that be wonderful? But as it also says in the word, not all men have faith. And thus we must be vigilant. We must be strong. We must be watchful. There is a great awakening taking place. And yet there are many who do not wish to be awakened. They're saying, no, mommy, I want to keep sleeping. Don't wake me up. And those are the ones that you must watch out for. And I'm getting tired of this accent. Oops. So um, we're still building our studio. So thank you for putting up with us here. This is Michael Basham just doing a little quick Spirit Wars transmission. Enjoying wonderful fellowship with my mother, my sister, my brother-in-law. We welcome their new son into the world, Bruce Payne. What an awesome name, like a total superhero name. And celebrating new life and celebrating coming together again and celebrating taking back the word celebrate from Brokeback Mountain people. God bless those people. But we, we need to really come to grips with reality and not let the devil and the Antichrist people take over language. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to say something, a word that really belonged to us back in the day, the word woke. Woke meaning, oh, you're aware that 9-11 was an inside job. Oh, okay, good. Oh, you're aware that the Federal Reserve is private. Okay, good. And name your conspiracy theory from the early 2000s. And those were the small select group of people that were called woke. Then Donald Trump came along. He changed all that. Then pretty soon everybody was woke. Then QAnon came along and tried to hijack that whole movement. And now Donald Trump is saying the vaccine is good. I'm telling you there's something else going on, but it's very, very dangerous that he's doing that. And it's just like digging his own grave for people. But we'll see. I've had dreams that there was something, uh, there was another card up his sleeve regarding a Trump vaccine that was more like the Russian sugar water vaccine. So we're not sure exactly what's going on with that, but I would like him to stop saying, boasting that he brought this about every, like it's almost like they have him by the short hairs. I know that the Jeffrey Epstein flight logs have found a few more flights where he was on those airplanes and whatever. We'll see. We will see. But in the end from his own mouth, this Christmas, Trump even said at a church the other day at, on Sunday that he read the Bible and 
I think somebody maybe yelled like, hey, you're going to save America. And he was like, no, 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 no. I'm not the savior of America. And he pointed up, God is going to save America. God is the only one. And that, see, like all men can be found liars and failures. Everybody will let you down at some point. But you will come to find that only Jesus Christ can save us. And that needs to be a thing. That needs to be a thing all the time. But anyway, I have a a few things to share today. There's a lot of news going on. You know, today uh, Biden is like threatening all the unvaxxed and just trying trying to divide people during holiday season. And that's just another normal day, I guess, in the info war, in the propaganda war. Did you know that billions and billions and billions of dollars are spent to brainwash the American public? Did you know that if you would step outside the matrix of America and just move to like, I don't know, Korea or Mongolia or India or Nepal or Tibet or Russia or Ukraine or name any country besides America and just move there for like at least three to six months suddenly all that brainwashing that surrounds us all day, every day, you turn on the radio, it's brainwashing. You go to the grocery store, brainwashing. You go, and that brainwashing that's meant for Americans will magically be gone, and then you'll be subjected to brainwashing for Indonesians or people living in Siberia or people living in Mexico or people living in Hawaii. Well, Hawaii's still America, I guess, but... You get outside America, and if you're American, suddenly the shackles start to fall off. The scales fall off your eyes. And that's exactly what happened to me at age 17. And I had no idea what was going on still. I just had a sense that something was wrong. My brother got major epilepsy from a vaccine. We didn't even know what was happening back then. We were all just addicted to entertainment. And and that's where people are today, just drowning in entertainment from morning till night. So when you get out of that and you find out that people in China, for example, work themselves to the bone and you start thinking, gosh, maybe I should work a little harder. They don't sit all day in front of TV and then sit in their cars for two hours on in traffic and then sit at a desk chair in an office job nine to five and then sit and sit and sit in China, you are on your feet, running around, walking around, doing stuff. You are active and moving. And if you're sitting around watching movies all day in China and you go outside and you see the really, really, really hardworking Chinese all day, every day, all of them like almost 0% body fat because of their diet and lifestyle, you start thinking, man, maybe there's something wrong with me. Like I'm a fat American, like, gosh, you know, maybe I should start moving around all day. And you taste a little bit of their life. And as an American, like something happens to you. And I'm talking about not just my life, but a lot of people where we, we stepped outside the system. We maybe had that commute, but it was stuffed into a train in Tokyo every morning. And And having to stand there and making sure that, you know, you didn't fall asleep. Me with my coffee in Taipei, hardly possible to find a chair, you know, and you're like barely awake. 
going to work or going to school or both. In my case, it was both. And you're listening to podcasts to keep your brain stimulated. You realize that you're in this, in the real world, it's different than they told you in the system, in the matrix. And you step outside of that. And that's where all the truth really starts to resonate. And that's where you have the, the discipline to sit down and listen to a documentary or an interview about JFK assassinations or whatever, because you're not in the matrix of, I've got to get ahead. I've got to have a perfect clean record in my job working at UPS to make sure I get enough points so that when I become an airline pilot, I'm a perfect airline pilot. And then I can become, you know, it's like that, that sense of that rat race, it just falls away. And you realize the system is broken. The, the government is completely corrupt. I remember the days of Obama where it was getting really bad. It was like setting up America to be completely destroyed during the Obama years. And then we had this little breath of air with Trump, with those four years of Trump. And yet that wasn't perfect. And they were trying to set up traps for him all day. And all of us info warriors and spiritual warriors were all aiming at protecting him and trying to maintain the line during those days. And then the system struck back and installed a like a weekend at Bernie's dead body for a president and a totally fake government and an absolutely crazy lockdown measures. But then they couldn't totally take over because we still have guns and stuff. <laughs> I mean, there's no other country where they could, they, all the other countries in New Zealand and Australia, you see them totally locking down Austria, but here they're going to have a hard time, especially in North, North Carolina, Smoky mountains where I'm broadcasting right now, they're going to have a really hard time, but see, this is all just the outside war and we need to get deeper. We need to start focusing on the info on the spirit war instead of just the info war. But I use the info war to kind of, that's your first injection of truth and then your booster shot. And then your third booster shot is getting into the spiritual dimension war. And instead of the booster shot that changes your DNA to kill you, you have the blood of Jesus injected into you and you come back for more and you come back for more and you commune and we commune together around the truth and we gather around this bonfire of the truth and we grow and we build each other up. And so I'd like to dive in deeper with Jesus and talk about a little bit about the, um, the weapons of our warfare, not being carnal, but the multidimensional nature of that. So we'll be right back in just a moment. Well, greetings there. This is a little clip here. I want to put out some of the spiritual transmission as much as I can. It looks like the 
the way things are going in the world, those things that were considered fringe or out there or strange or just downright crazy, those things are starting to come into our daily lives. And as people are having a kind of, they're grasping for some sense of normality this Christmas. You know, Christmas, you don't even get to have Christmas when you're in Asia land. So this is kind of weird even being back here for Christmas, but whatever, that's besides the point. You know, the Lord has given me an opportunity to step outside the matrix for a long time. So I've lived many lives and I've had the opportunity to prepare for these days that we are now stepping into before most of the people that I know. I was very thankful that I found out about the Illuminati only after meeting the anti-globalist resistance forces that weren't even obsessed about them. They were talking about the Antichrist showing up, the Antichrist army. And of course, now we know through Russ Dizdar, we know through Russ Dizdar that that is all confirmed, that a lot of these satanic super soldiers, they've been kind of sleeper agents for decades now, waiting for Helter Skelter to, to uh, commence. And now what do you have? You have the global destabilization by design. You have Agenda 21, deindustrializing nations. They're talking about shutting down the nuclear reactors because, well, you can't really do that. But they're basically initiating the possibility of many, many Chernobyls since, well, nobody wants to take the death shot. And they're just going to let all these these reactors burn down. Meanwhile, they're saying we're going to have a nice survivable war with Russia. <laughs> so this is all happening. And then you have Biden stumbling out there, this moron, this installed puppet, making threats to anybody that doesn't take the death shot. I mean, this is insane these days that we're living in. But I was able to live among Christians, among those who they were preparing for years and years and years, decades, in fact, for the times that we are now in. And a lot of those people have now either given up or they've just gotten too old or I don't want to say senile, but they've just become kind of set in their ways. Like, this is how we do it. And I wouldn't really rely on those people during these times. But I have a glimpse of that. And during the early 2000s, um, the opportunity to you know, to live in a commune in communist China and cook like 50 eggs for the, for the fellow soldiers there on the premises. And that sense of camaraderie. And yes, it's hard and you're lonely a lot of the time. Believe it or not, in the commune, people just want to like get their, uh, their sanity screwed on straight. So a lot of people would just retreat to their rooms and just have their own private relationships and whatever. And as a single guy, it was kind of a lonely period of time, actually. It's kind of obvious, an odd phenomenon. But there was that sense of, okay, this is the military. This is the, the way that God is going to set up his end-time army to survive this thing. And, uh, and this is going to sound crazy, but I would listen to Alex Jones back in those days almost as a faith builder and a hope bringer to validate some of those crazier spiritual beliefs that we were initiating in these warfare prayers and all this kind of different prophecy and you name it. Because honestly, some of it was so weird and bizarre and, and just totally impractical as far as living your life in the world and, and being um, a presentable member of society. 
that, you know, just to keep your morale high and the realization, the identity that what we were doing was important and that I shouldn't just go back to the world and try to fit in. And because I knew that this would come eventually these days that we are now in really, and that any leader in his right mind is leading people away from the world and closer to God. But back then it was a different, it was a different story. You know, the, the war news from the info war front, it would be, uh, like a compass reset. It would be like, okay, you know, this isn't the whole story and they don't know everything that's going to come, but what we're doing is as far as building up the spirit force from ages past to ages in the future is very important and joining it every day is very important and identifying and making the choice. I'm not going to be afraid to sound crazy. I'm going to follow God. And the way God operates is this. He always lets you look crazy in the beginning, but then he validates you later on. And then later I was introduced to the fringe Christian movement, the mystic Christian movement. I think we had Dr. Future on, on one of the shows there on the fringe Christian radio network, fringe radio network. And he's one of the founding fathers of the whole, the whole networks of, of being open to new ideas and still being a Christian. And we're doing shows. I recorded a show with, uh, um, Thai girl for God. Uh, she got Dr. Joy to do a show with us. And we talked about the dangers of the vaccine. This is still a living and breathing movement. And we have tons of other podcasters and next agers. And, you know, there's so much to talk about. But the main thing is you as an individual, not as a part of a cult or whatever, but you as an individual understand that God has a military. He has a kingdom and you are a part of that kingdom and you serve God, not man, not a movement, because movements eventually stop moving. But you need to first have that vision of God's in control. God has a plan. God has a kingdom. And then after that, realize the the danger we're in physically and, and the reason that God might have you living a different kind of life. Well, look at look at what the enemy does. Look at how, where he's taking the world and then think, OK, I am not going to go along with that. And if you value your life or anything, you would step away from that and not follow along with people that are just going towards the the broad road, Jesus says, leads to destruction. Narrow is the path of eternal life, and few there be that find it. So we've got to continue on that narrow path with Jesus. It's not going to be very popular. You're never going to have like a million bucks coming in from all the popularity that you've just attained through incredible marketing strategies. You know, that comes after the war, after the labor pains. Then Jesus gives you all of the things that you could have ever desired and especially himself because he is our great reward. So maintaining that vision is one of the reasons that I keep coming back on here and I never run out of things to share because there's just so much and I've even hardly begun to go into the deeper things. When I do, I get in trouble. The TikTok uh, account that we're recently perusing the Spirit Wars TikTok is like, anytime I even mention something crazy like... Uh, the visual of the bride of Christ creating spirit bubbles around the city, like WandaVision, that silly Marvel movie. And just mentioning that and in like a dream or vision of that, people are like, you need to stop smoking crack and start reading your Bible. Like, I know the Bible. I read, I live in the Bible. 
And the Bible provides almost an infinite amount of possibility of just totally out there random stuff that you could have never imagined before. But some of these movies and video games, and one of the reasons I like to play these video game songs, they provide an avenue through which you might start to uh, kind of sketch out the way that the spirit war actually looks. So heck yes, I'm going to be playing video game songs. I'm going to be doing crazy visions and talking about things that you've never imagined before. Being a radical dreamer, being able to think outside the box, live outside the box, in God's box, which really isn't a, a box. It's infinity. Even the New Jerusalem is most likely um, a congregation of different spirit portals to even more worlds. So don't get yourself locked up in some churchy little diseased box full of Luciferian killers that want to destroy anything that God has ever shown you. I want to give people the freedom and the permission to start believing in the things that God is showing them. And by sharing the things that I've seen, I only hope to initiate others into the spirit wars to then go all out. You know, don't be limited. God isn't limited by many or by few. He's not limited by your faith being big enough or small enough. If each of us only attributed a tiny, contributed a mustard seed amount of faith and we started going on our spirit ships and all this different crazy stuff and doing really never before seen miracles in the infinite worlds of God, there's just no limit to what he could do. So start dreaming. And here's the other thing, like for all the people that criticize you for sharing something wild and crazy and out there that goes outside of man's traditions, there's a, a much more dedicated army of brave believers who will stand with you and who will desire to travel with you on those journeys to go outside the boundaries of known spirit frontiers. And if you'll do that, trust me, your life will never be boring. But you got to be willing to lay it all down. You know, this is war and we need to to learn how to operate with those spiritual weapons and with our radical faith and everything. And we don't have time for man pleasers. So really, there's going to be tests galore of are you are you here to just please man and fit into somebody else's box and because you're so afraid of like, well, they took the shot. I don't want to offend them. Or are you willing to step outside the box and to be counted as strange and crazy and out there and insane? But yet you're losing your friends, but then you're you're going to be included in among just a, a, a huge host of super best friends in the spirit. And if you are, if you are included in that, if you're willing to be, believe me, God will give you opportunity to lose everything over and over and over again 
but each time you'll you'll be richer and richer and richer and he'll he'll grant you the things that you'll you just i mean you're already so dead in a way like from to the world that you don't even care anymore and then he gives it to you and he'll give you more than you can really hold so he'll need you to be willing to let that go too but it's just an endless expansion into his universe in the bible you start to read the bible and you start to get it okay here's what god was doing with his prophets he was trying to get them to follow him alive now whatever god is telling them and it would be just the strangest stuff sometimes and we're about to step into a, an unprecedented time in world history. You think that the Antichrist beast system is going to follow an exact protocol? Well, it is. But within that protocol, there's going to be other surprises. And God, most of all, is going to have really big surprises. So stay tuned, guys. God is going to do it. Get ready. You just got to raise your hand and be counted every day. Every day. Just, I belong to you. Lord, you know, pr pray the Lord's prayer and mean it. And, and it's like, oh, I can't even like muster up this spiritual feeling. You don't have to. He's going to do that because he's God and he's real and he wants the very best. And he's going to use you for things you've never imagined before. Amen. Hallelujah. So I was talking to a friend earlier today about uh, one of these weapons, speaking in tongues. And it's so funny because you think, oh, everybody must know about that. Like, of course you can speak in tongues. But when asked, like, do you believe in that? I thought, well, how do I answer that? You know, maybe you can help me develop a way to answer it. Because speaking in tongues is one of the ways I was just helping my brother-in-law to prime the pump for the, the pressure machine for the nail gun. And he's like, hey, you don't have to even have power connected to this machine. You just have to fill it up with the air and then you can unplug it and you can use it to um, shoot nails into the project that he's helping my mom with. God bless him. Super talented, amazing guy. And I was just thinking about the, the weapon of speaking in tongues. How do you, how do you describe speaking in tongues? And of course, it's the same thing. It's priming the pump in the spirit because in the spirit, your your spirit speaks mysteries. You speak in an unknown tongue. You're actually tapping into something that is beyond our understanding. Mysteries, if you And the Old Testament doesn't have too many precedents for that. But in the New Testament, you have 
the witness of those who were who were filled with the Holy Spirit and they were able to even speak in tongues that were understandable by all the Gentiles, by all the heathens. And that was a huge first starter. But then in recent times, people like my grandfather, Don Basham, I've done a series reading through some of the uh, Face Up with a Miracle books, the um, chapters, where he describes in great detail how he came to use the gift of tongues. And also with his colleagues like Ern Baxter and Derek Prince, they found that it was a way to prime the pump to build up your spirit, man, to connect with God directly, and then to be able to accomplish great things. And so I guess um, the way that I would describe my personal usage recently has been just, you know, when you're walking around in Walmart in Hawaii and they make you wear the stupid mask. I don't wear a mask. I'll wear a helmet. I'll just speak in tongues under my breath the whole time and just build up your spirit, man, and build up your spirit, man, and just envision the kingdom of God being spread around all over the place. And that that kingdom coming through your spirit, man, speaking the mysteries, and hopefully you also prophesy, you speak the mysteries out loud, the interpretation of the tongues. And thy kingdom come, thy will be done. God taking this ground, God touching this person, God affecting that person. And you'll see miracles. You'll see people's lives change. But um, regardless of how you interpret the weapon of speaking in tongues, it's something that um, a recently a friend of mine, great personal friend, just had a breakthrough by praying in tongues during a desperate battle. And it absolutely transformed him and healed him. And he started getting downloads because his heart was pure before God. I believe he was really sincere. And to me, profess being like feeling like in a backslidden state, which of course I feel like I'm in every day. I've got to pull back into the Lord all the time. This world is so dark. And that tongues is one of the ways that you can build up your spirit, man, to then that spiritual part of you overtakes the physical and it's like, boom, it's on. This is it. And then those mysteries can come forth too because God isn't going to show you mysteries when you're in the physical dimension thinking carnal thoughts. He's going to release that to you when you've died to yourself and you're open to his realm and then anything is possible. So just wanted to share that in the tail end of this little broadcast tonight. Stay tuned. Uh, thank you, everybody, on Patreon. I haven't given up on the show or anything. I'm actually spending every spare moment witnessing and doing these little TikTok things, which seem dumb, but people are, you know, they're they're seeing it. You know, just even for a split second, we're getting thousands of of uh, feedbacks on there. So that's been a new project. But whatever that, whatever it takes, you get into the spirit, bring people closer to God. Do whatever it takes. God is real. And the word of God is very powerful and effective and sharper than any two-edged sword. It's a weapon to affect reality and change people's lives. And most of all, to get them connected up with God, because I don't care how much Bible you've read, if you're not praying in the spirit today, if you're not calling on him and desperate for his guidance, what else, what do you think God owes you? What do you, what do you expect from life? You know, 
So stay close to the Lord and uh, definitely check out some of the awesome podcasts on FringeRadioNetwork.com. And we will be doing a lot of in-studio amazing things very shortly. So stay tuned. Hallelujah. We love you so much. Faithbucks.com. God bless you.